Porsche, Ford GT, Ferrari, Corvette. The battle is on for the EMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship at Virginia International Raceway. Don't miss the Michelin GT Challenge, August 23rd through 25th. Tickets at VIRnow.com. That's VIRnow.com. I know, you know, we know why. I know, you know, we know why. You feeling my baseline, feeling my, feeling my baseline. You feeling my baseline, you feeling, you feeling my baseline. Good afternoon, happy Thursday. Welcome into Sant Live. This is Sports on Tap, and this is That Being Said podcast. I'm Sammy Georgeur. Today we're talking NFL MVPs, we're talking the playoff picture, and we're talking. Uh, Cowboys Saints tonight. I'm really excited to talk about this Cowboys Saints game because I think there's a lot of implications where it comes from part of the MVP talk where we're talking about uh, Drew Brees, even maybe Ezekiel Elliott outside the quarterbacks. He's probably one of those guys up there in that MVP talk. Um, and just like I said last week with the Cowboys, I feel like every week's one of the biggest weeks ever for the Cowboys in trying to determine if we keep winning, do we resign Dak? If we don't keep winning, how much you know? How much can we pay him? I feel like every week's another tryout for Dak, and it's another opportunity for the Cowboys to figure out: Is this the guy we pay that much going forward? The more they win, the harder it is for them to not pay him. And so every week's kind of a big week where you win, you have to pay Dak. You lose, you might not pay Dak, but you also might be setting yourself up for a better future. It's a really complicated situation, and uh, that's why I'm so excited about this game and to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm George Urjour. And today I want to give a shout out to Jerry Jones. We have over and over again criticized Jerry Jones for all the uh, moves he's made. Today I'm going to give him credit on two different moves. The first move is taking Van Der Esch in the draft. And everyone good. was all against that because Calvin Ridley was on the board. And everyone and their mother knows that you know he has a, an infatuation with wide receivers and he took the right guy in the draft and he hasn't got enough credit for that and then the amari cooper signing amari cooper uh, or trade amari cooper got traded for a first round pick i still believe they overpaid for him however ever since he's been a dallas cowboy we've seen the explosiveness we saw two touchdowns on thanksgiving and frankly, if it wasn't for Amari Cooper's playmaking, Dak Prescott wouldn't look as good as he has in the last two weeks. So he has really changed the Cowboys' offense, made it more dynamic, and that has to go with credit to Jerry Jones. So today, I just want to give a shout-out to Jerry Jones. I'm not going to criticize you until next week or until after tonight when uh, Dak throws for only 120 yards and uh, Jason Garrett seems to blow the game. Uh, there's, n there's no scenario at all today where the game could be considered blown because they are significant under their sure, seven point underdog. So any other week I'd agree because Jason Garrett, I think is not a very good coach. I think he just goes with the motions, but this is a, they're not, they, they're not supposed to win this game. So anything outside of a blowout is I think positive for True. them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they wouldn't say that obviously, but as a spectator, obviously I think it's a positive thing. I do want to say with the, with the Amari Cooper. Yeah. They might've overpaid, but you know, sometimes you, in life you overpay for the stuff that you really care about. They care about flashiness. They care about offense, right. high production, big names. Um, the Patriots wouldn't pay a first-round pick for an Amari Cooper. They go for the fifth-round pick for a Josh sure. Gordon. And that's uh, worked for them. But it seems like this is what's working for the Dallas Cowboys this year. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Sammy, um, this is? This is Sports on Tap. And this is Sports Radio. Redefined. And this episode today is brought to you by Enclosed. Enclosed 
theenclosed.com is like a flower of the month or beer of a month. But instead of flowers, Sammy, she gets surprised with ultra high-end lingerie. Who's she? Your wife or girlfriend? This is seriously high-end stuff, the kind of quality that will really impress that lovely lady in your life. Enclosed was designed specifically to help guys find gifts for their wives or girlfriends. Enclosed is all about helping make helping you make her happy, but in, that'll also make you happy because it's lingerie. Enclosed is effortless for you. Every month, Enclosed sends your wife or girlfriend a custom-created lingerie gift selected just for your lady. And they back it up with a 100% size guarantee, so you never have to worry about fit. You can now join more than 30,000 couples that love Enclosed, and I'll give you a little gift. Right now, you can get $25 off your Enclosed gift. Just go to Enclosed Lingerie. That's E-N-C-L-O-S-E-D-L-I-N-G-E-R-I-E.com. And enter the code SANSPORTS at checkout to get $25 off any Enclosed gift. Why not give your wife something that really reflects and deepens the connection between the two of you? Something that you'd never give your mother or sister. That's unclosedlingerie.com and use promo code SANSPORTS right now for $25 off the best gift ever. You know, why not uh, turn the volume off on the phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> you like uh, that one? Yeah, yeah happens. absolutely. It happens. But, you know, that's what we do here. This is, uh, this is sports radio. You don't got to explain yourself. You don't got to explain yourself. It's not a big deal at all. Uh, enclosed. How many podcasts do you hear where there's always phones going off? It happens. It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah but that's why it's Sports Radio Redefined. In podcasts, I mean, also. True. <laughs> podcasts, it happens all the time. Um, promo code is Sound Sports, right? S-O-N-T, Sports. Absolutely. You can spell that out for sometimes. You know, some people don't know how to spell. That's so true. So you spell the website. Um, all right. Uh, we're starting with, what, NFL MVP, we said? NFL MVP talk. Um well, Sammy, I feel like everyone has already given the race to one Drew Brees, correct? No, I... I mean, most people... You I don't think, think most people are split between Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees? Okay, well, I, I, I... Okay, that's fine. Disagree. But I think most people are leaning towards Drew Brees. I don't think it's much of a split. I think he's a heavy favorite right now. And I kind of disagree with that. I don't think he should be. What are, are the odds like heavy? You just the, said heavy favorite? He's a heavy favorite to be the NFL MVP is Drew Brees right now. Why? That's my question. Uh, but when you say people, uh, we're talking about what? The media. The media. Definitely split. I mean, like off slash, the, off, slash the odds. Drew Brees is minus yeah, the five. The odds is not the, the the people, what they're saying. That's what Vegas, That's what the, the people in Vegas that set the lines are saying, because right? Because I mean, they listen to the media, and the media is the one who votes. I mean, everyone. I, I mean, th- th- we have the number right here. Drew Brees is a minus 500 favorite to win. Patrick Mahomes is plus 400. Andrew Luck is plus 800. Just to put it in perspective, Floyd Mayweather was minus 500 against Conor McGregor. Yeah, and uh, there were some people that thought, I'm, I'm not going to argue this with you. This is not an argument. You have no factual proof that most of the media says Drew Brees, and I have no factual proof that it's split. To me, it's a split deal. I think half the people that I listen to in the media and ha- the other half, it's Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes. It depends on if you like what style of football, too. A lot of people believe that Drew Brees... I think is, is I think they, they see it as we know this is Drew Brees and he gets everybody involved and maybe he doesn't have as crazy of playmakers all around. While Patrick Mahomes, we've seen a lot of young quarterbacks. I I, I don't want to say be this good, obviously, because I think he's on pace to break the single season record uh, for touchdowns, or he's close to that pace. He's close to beating yards records, completion records. Um, but 
sometimes I feel like with young quarterbacks, we've seen a lot of rookies come in and be way better than they actually are long term. We saw it with Dak Prescott. I've seen it with RG3s. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with just a ton of young quarterbacks that there's no tape on necessarily, and they just take a step down the next year. So I feel like part of the heavy favorite towards Breeze, too, would be either people don't think it's going to sustain like this, which is it'd be hard to even for the next five weeks, or that it's almost more of a belief that this is truly Drew Brees and this might not truly be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but does that really matter in an MVP conversation, like whether or not will the sustain with it over a four-year period? I mean, at the end of the day, MVP is the year's MVP. I just almost feel like since Drew Brees has never won an MVP award and the team is has one loss like he's it's almost like the Russell Westbrook thing or the James Harden thing like it's his turn to win the MVP and I actually think if you just want to look at straight numbers Patrick Mahomes has had a better season than Drew Brees I mean not by far it's not like you know a he's astronomically better Drew Brees is about to set the completion record for most completions but a uh, completion percentage you but, also just answered your own question you yeah. said does it matter and the answer is yes and you just answered why regardless of what the real definition of an MVP is, for some reason in all sports, it seems like, we, actually except for baseball, baseball has been pretty good at this. Yeah. In all sports, there's a weird, a little bit of the past and maybe even a little bit of the future where uh, for some reason, like what you just said, people say, well, you said maybe maybe it's more of the past than it's the future, right? Yeah. But you said it doesn't matter if it's going to sustain. Well, for some some reason in the MVP world, like we said, Russell Westbrook was owed one, and so was James Harden, and so was Kevin Durant, and that's why LeBron hasn't been an MVP for so many years. Same with Drew Brees. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been this top guy, the one like everyone a notch below Rodgers and Brady, they say, right, in, uh, for the last 10 years. And so it does – for some reason, the real definition of MVP never comes to play. That's and it true. does. So you answered your own question, does that matter? For some reason nowadays, it does, right? Like – if you just looked at numbers, you had a blind test, you'd 100% be like, oh my God, Patrick Mahomes is the, the MVP. MVP yeah. Then you throw names in there and people are like, oh, but Drew Brees on the Saints and you know he's won a Super Bowl and look, he's been so good for so many reasons, never got an MVP award. So that's where it gets kind of it gets tricky. Um, it does get tricky and I, I, I guess I did answer my own question there, but I hate my answer to my own question. I just don't like that you were giving MVPs out like it's just your turn, your turn. Your, like it doesn't make sense to me. Yes, I, Drew Brees is great. And Drew Brees is, oh, I mean, geez, if you want to tell me who's a better quarterback, obviously I think Drew Brees is a better quarterback historically than yeah. Patrick Mahomes. But this year I don't. I, I can't sit here and tell you with a straight face that Drew Brees has been better than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he hasn't. If we yeah. just want to go based on, I can, I'll bring up the numbers yeah, here yeah, really he, quick. I mean – I mean, I can even make an argument, and I'm I, I, I'm not going to believe this argument that Andrew Luck has been better than Drew Brees this year, and I don't believe that. But I can find an argument to tell you that Andrew Luck's been better than Drew Brees. I can find one. I just I won't you, believe if it. you cut the season in half, yes, he's been better the last yeah. five weeks than any quarterback in the NFL. Right. Um, but I don't think there's really a uh, well. I can say, oh yeah, he's it. thrown more touchdowns and just about. You know, what I mean, like yeah, I can find an argument. I'm not. I'm not trying to find an argument. I'm just saying, if you wanted to, you can make. But you can't you, make. You it can all. do that with everyone though. Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, all have more. Drew Brees and Philip Rivers all have more passing yards than Andrew Luck. Or right. you could say, Drew Brees is seventh in passing yards. So like, really, the, I, I think it's obvious that the argument is. Breeze Mahomes. Breeze Mahomes, yes. But I then luck 
is the third yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, that's what I've been saying. I'm just saying you could find an argument. There's a difference between having an argument because you can always paint pictures any way you want. But I don't think you can paint a picture against Patrick Mahomes being the best quarterback so far this year. I really don't. I, I Paint me one. That he has a little bit of a completion percentage below Drew Brees. Is that the only thing that is not as good in the team record? But I'd say – I mean, they both lost to the Rams. And Drew Brees hasn't really – other than that, I mean, Patriots and – you know what I mean? Like, it hasn't been – it's not like Drew Brees has outshined him. That's all. Yeah. Um, he's thrown less picks. That's only okay. – but that's kind of a – he's also not a rookie and he's also – Drew Brees and doesn't throw like ridiculous amount of picks, and we've, we're in an NFL where it does does it really matter if you throw a lot of picks if you're doing everything else right? Not I don't really. think so. Um, uh, for me, I think it's an easy conversation between Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees as the MVPs, right? And I I'm going to bring up the numbers here. I think Andrew Luck and Philip Rivers are probably equally tied next up for the, for. Who should be close I mean, to yeah, MVP? You're not even looking at the Vegas odds, and you, you, you had them exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Andrew Luck and Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, if you look at the numbers, and Philip Rivers has a better completion percentage, more yards than Luck, more yards per attempt. Uh, he has a couple less touchdowns, but this actually has six less touchdowns, six less picks. Um, better QBR. So, really, as much as Luck has shined so much, and it, this all plays depends on the media, right? Because right. Luck right now is where everyone's kind of like, ooh, he's sneaking up on the MVP race. That's because of his last five weeks. And then you look at a guy like Philip Rivers, he's kind of been quietly consistent. So there's no mad, like, big bump or drop at any point of the season. And you look at a guy like Mahomes, he has plateaued, but his plateau has been at a extremely high level. But once there's no, like, continual, like Andrew Lux, you know, like, this week, keep getting better, keep getting better. I feel like people tend to forget a little bit about what you've done throughout the season. Right. And that's what's happening with Mahomes. I think Mahomes is all this hype, right? And people are laughing at all the hype, like, oh, my God, the beginning. Like, wow, this is un unsustainable. And once it's sustained, it kind of quiets everything down. Right. And it's but, but the problem with that is what is not really a problem, but for this guy, talk problem, yeah, this yeah. guy's could, could break the touchdown record this year, and maybe yeah. the yards record this in one season, and get the number one seed, and not win MVP because it's Drew Brees' turn. Yeah, and I don't, that, and I hate that. Yeah, and this is where, um, for me, I mean, this is like I said in the beginning, this is not something to argue because there's no proof for it on either side. For me, from what I've been hearing, I hear half the media saying Patrick Mahomes for the reasons that we're talking about, just pure statistics. And the other half that when I hear Drew Brees is because of like, he's been the Aaron Rodgers that we haven't appreciated and he's been doing this for so many years and like had the chaos in New Orleans and made it happen and won a Super Bowl. And I sit there and I say, that's great. I know he's having a phenomenal season this year where he's, you know, top five in pat, well, not even top seven in passing yards, doesn't throw many picks right there in the touchdown race. But I'm like, what does this have to do with the past and all those like we owe Breeze? And this is where I feel like the whole the whole reason Breeze is in the conversation, like you said, is because of the past. And, and, and the whole reason he's going to win it is because I'm telling you he's going to win it right now unless they have a, you know, unless the last few weeks of his season the team struggles, he's going to win it. And I think it's kind of ridiculous because I think Mahomes might set the touchdown record and might set the yardage record and get second place in MVP. And it's like, I don't wow. think he's going to win it. 
I think it's going to be Mahomes. I mean, I, you can yell Vegas odds in my face all day because, like, like we argue about these things forever. Like, no, it's wrong. Like, Paul George, he, it says he's not going to OKC. Or mm-hmm. this team, they say he's not going to win. Or they said this team's going to Like, that doesn't matter. To me, what I think is Matt Patrick Mahomes right now with the voters, I think he's going to win the MVP. If you look at the numbers, when a voter sits down at the end of the year, like I said, I feel like all of this right now is hype. It's like, oh, last week they did this. Look at Drew Brees. He won this game on TV, won this game TV. When the voters sit down and look at the numbers, if you look at it right now, Patrick Mahomes is nearly thrown for 3,700 yards. He's 50 yards away from Matt Ryan for first in the NFL, while Drew Brees is 500 yards less than Matt, 3,100. That's a pretty significant difference, right? 500 yards? In my opinion, yeah. Yeah, like Brees probably won't even catch up to him after this week, and Mahomes is going to have another week to one-up him. 37 touchdowns and 10 picks for Mahomes. I mean, this guy has almost 40 touchdowns. Mm. While Breeze has 29 and two picks. I know the picks are low, but 29 touchdowns compared to 37. Their passer ratings are right there at the same couple numbers. Um, Yards per attempt is higher by a yard for Drew Breeze. Completion percentage, um, obviously Drew Breeze is great, but Patrick Mahomes is a rookie slinging the football. And you have a Patrick Mahomes that is a first-year quarterback leading this Kansas City team in – a decently tough division. I mean, the the uh, Breeze's division was supposed to be tougher, but it yeah. kind of windled out a little bit outside. The Panthers, bit, yeah. are, like what? the Panthers are struggling too. They've lost yeah. about three straight now. Yeah, they're six and five. Like, yeah. that's the, I mean, while while you have Mahomes going against the Chargers and the Broncos are good. I know the Raiders aren't, but it's two pretty yeah. solid teams that are in the playoff hunt. I just feel like Mahomes, when we sit down at the end of the year and look at the numbers, um, the offense has been more dependent on him too. I mean, Breeze, the reason he has less yards is that run game, I think, is very underrated in in New Orleans. I mean, yes. I mean, they're one of the best run games in all of football right now. And Kamara and Ingram and um, Hill coming out of the backfield and putting him in the Wildcat situation. I mean, I look. It's interesting. Everything you just said is really interesting because I agree with you that he should that Patrick Mahomes should win the MVP award. And if he, if I had a vote, my vote would be going to Patrick Mahomes for MVP. However, I see where you're coming from. I understand that you that, but I feel like we're at the point in all MVPs in all sports where it's my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn, and, except for baseball. Except for baseball, where it's always Mike Trout's turn. <laughs> oh, I think Kristen Yelich won this. Yeah, year. I know. Yeah. Oh, and, and Mookie Betts. And Mookie Betts. Yeah, his first year in a while, Trout hasn't yeah. won. They got tired of voting for him. He would probably put because he just didn't have that. He, he got hurt this year. A bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but I just have to say, I believe full heartedly that Drew Brees is going to win the MVP, and I feel like we're going to look back at Patrick Mahomes' season one year and see that he threw broke the record for most. If he breaks a record for most touchdowns and yards, I think that's the only way he can win MVP. I think if he breaks vote, either one. Either, maybe, but I just feel like the voters are just so like – that's how I feel. Right? And we can make – I'm with you on the case that Mahomes deserves it more, but I feel like the voters are going to give it to Breeze because he just, it's like an achievement, like his career achievement award. Yeah, and you know what? This is all – that's why it's all we think. We yeah, think yeah, voters, it's all we think. I think the voters are going to look at this realistically and see – Especially if Mahomes is right there. The last two weeks, the big thing for me, like I said, is what's the media talking about today, right? I feel like the, the Saints have been in a couple primetime games recently where right. all the attention's been on them and nobody's talked about the Chiefs recently. Like, it's kind of, mm-hmm. they fizzled out in the and big There's still news. 20, like what, five, five, 33% of a season basically left. Yeah, I mean, just a little less. So four games, right? Yeah. Five games? Five. Depends on the team, right? Yeah, is I week think, 13? I think they all have five games. 
Yeah, unless you have a bye week or something, probably. There's, there's no more bye weeks left. Is it everyone's, done? Everyone's done with their okay, bye week. Okay, so you still have some time left, and here's the thing. We've fizzled out talking about KC. I feel like they hit this plateau of greatness, and they stayed kind of flat. And it's not been a bad flat. It's just been, okay, Mahomes did it again through four touchdowns. Yeah, move on. Break, boom. Well, I feel like the Saints keep putting up 50 spots on people. They had that big Rams game on TV. So it just got all this extra hype. If Mahomes, week 16 or 17 is a touchdown pass away from the record. Mm-hmm. People are going to start tuning in and start, I feel like, remembering what's going on here. And I think the defense plays a big role. You have New Orleans at 15th in total defense, right? Mm-hmm. While Kansas City's 30 out of 32. Right. Cincinnati and Cleveland are the only two worst defenses, right? And that's where, if those, if I mean, that tells you why Mahomes has to put up much more pa- mm-hmm. he's thrown i think 50 or 60 more passes this year yes it tells you why it's more impressive that they're the record that they're at mahomes has literally with the worst defense outside of cleveland and cincinnati in the league has found a way nine out of ten times or are they nine and one right or nine and one? two nine and two nine out of or eleven times Something whatever like it is. either yeah. nine or two or eight and two yeah other than two times this year, he's found a way to outscore the opponent. And those two opponents they lost to... Were the Rams and the Patriots. Rams and the Patriots. Two teams that were projected early in the season to be Super Bowl contenders. Right, absolutely. And so, outside of that, man, he's just been outscoring these teams. And so, I, I can't... I can't... I can't... T- my vote couldn't go against him, but we'll find out what the voters do. Especially if it's exactly. old voters, like you said, that love achievement awards. And that's what I believe. And, uh, I mean, before we move on to the NFL playoff picture, I just want to say... My vote will not go to Andrew Luck if I had a vote, even though you know how much I love Andrew Luck. So for all those people who think I'm absolutely biased, I'm only 99% biased. I would have Andrew <laughs> Luck fourth today. I'd have him third today. Well, the, third, If you look at the numbers, Philip Rivers has him in everything except for a couple touchdowns. Uh, but touchdown and turnover ratio is better too. But I don't think by week 16 I would say the same thing. I think because Andrew Luck has had a six or seven games, five or six game stretch that was just – Absolutely mind blowing. Do you remember at the beginning of the season when Andrew Luck, uh, they brought in uh, Jacoby Brissett to throw the hail mary at the fifty yeah. yard line, and everyone just freaked out, including myself. Well, I <laughs> think they would do it again. I think so too. I, I mean, Andrew Luck probably is not that guy who's going to throw a rocket down the field anymore, but he's so smart and good. I mean, here's the thing: Peyton Manning. You know, I, this obviously a different case when Peyton Manning got old. Mm-hmm. He. Might have not been the same guy. They might have to play Brock Osweiler sometime because his arm was so dead. But when it came to the right throws, 20 yards and in, mm-hmm. he gets it done, right? Just because you can't chuck the ball 60 yards downfield for a Hail Mary doesn't mean you don't have an arm talent. Some right. people might be very accurate to 40, 50 yards. And then, you know we, what? And we've seen Maybe Brady they don't do it his tour. whole career. Like, look yeah. at the Super Bowls, like, where he had to throw the ball in the end zone, like, twice. Against the Giants, against the Eagles last year. Even He doesn't really throw a long Hail Mary. No. And you don't want – I think it's even besides that. Because I think Andrew Luck might have the arm strength to do it. Do they want him on one play that's a Hail Mary that has probably a 5% chance of being successful? Even. To, to, yeah. to hurt, to hurt something in his shoulder because he no. chucked it full speed? No, it's not, not worth it. Not worth it. Um, I mean, Andrew Luck was fine since week one, though. I mean, he was a little up and down. He had more picks early in the season. But outside of that, he's been great. But for me, Phillip Rivers is the definite number three as of today. But I give me one or two more weeks, I I bet it's going to be Andrew Luck. Because Andrew Luck, kind of like the Drew Brees Mahomes Mm -hmm. things. One's kind of just plateaued at good or great. And one's every week doing something even more magnificent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, To the NFL playoff picture, Sam. Here we go. Um, 
All right, so this is how we're gonna do it. We talked about it, me and you. Like, it's not just who's in right now. Like, the Redskins are the sixth seed in the NFC. The Seahawks are the seventh seed. I think we can project. Before we move on, though, yeah. let's answer the answer this question. Okay. Uh, from Aaron Chang, he said, "Y'all think Baker's in the right jawing at Hugh, or or is it chill for Hugh to get another job as soon as possible?" I think it's absolutely and utterly chill for him. How Hugh. many times have you used that word? Oh. The seventeenth like time today, absolutely and utterly. I, I, I don't know. Have I really? <laughs> yeah, like eighty I, I times. I haven't even noticed. Like I, when you're passionate about something, it goes absolutely and utterly. Like <laughs> yeah, well, man. First of all, I have a plugged left ear for all those listening at home. I've been complaining about it all day, which is it sucks, and uh, it's making me dizzy. But in that movie, that's why I'm using utterly. Anyway, I'm kidding. Utterly. <laughs> this guy, I crack myself up sometimes. Yeah, Hugh Jackson's absolutely and utterly in the right, Sam. I mean, come on, Baker Mayfield, and I know he's like, oh, that's a bad argument. Uh, also transferred to a different school that's a rival in their own conference. But he says that's okay, but Hugh Jackson can't. No, yes, he can. At the end of the day, Hugh Jackson wants to remain a coach, and how do you remain a coach? By get back to coaching, not just sit on the sideline. Yeah. So he has to go take a job. Now I don't have mine. Baker taking shots at him. He yeah, because like the way you just said that was way overblowing. The point is, yeah, Hugh needs to pay a mortgage probably, so he's going to take the first job. That well, and he's also getting paid for the Browns for the rest of his contract. Yeah, but, but still, still, like, still. well, you're going to just say no to another paycheck and right. another job or an opportunity. Um, I, I just think the whole Baker Mayfield side's overblown too. Me too. He's just a comp- listen. If this was Tom Brady saying this, we'd kind of be like, oh, dude, this guy is fucking sick. It's because he's a rookie, and we, we think, like, okay, you're a rookie. Like, shut up. Like, you, have, you haven't been through the NFL yet. But this is what's made Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield right. is his kind of cockiness and his, his extra, like, I don't really give a shit about anybody that, you know, is saying – is going against right, me. Right, absolutely. And I, saw, I heard something today that he's talked bad about two coaches, Cliff – Kingsbury. Kingsbury and Hugh Jackson. What do both have in common? Both just got fired this year. I mean, the only two people he's ever talked bad about, because Bob Stoops was at his draft at his house, yeah. and they were like, you know, extremely tight, and so was Lincoln Riley, and whatever, right? So I'm saying the two coaches that he's ever had something negative to say about were the two coaches that have been fired in his life. And so, and his high school coach was at his, uh, his house for draft or whatever. So maybe those two coaches aren't the greatest dudes right. in the locker room you never know and he's kind of like i mean look we can uh, go back and forth on baker all day but he has a little bit of aaron Rodgers in him i don't think he's necessarily easy to get along with yeah or as good <laughs> or, or no no yeah no, i'm just talking about his personality yeah. like he's gonna probably clash with people he don't doesn't like he's kind of you know can, he can probably be a little bit uh confrontational yeah. and kind of be a dick and not that, like a jay cutler dick where no, you're just no, like, no no like, no no not like that no like jay he cares a lot but like he's yeah just He's just kind of that's his personality, yeah. and it's nothing wrong with it. It's hard to deal with if you don't like him, and it's, he's going to be probably difficult to deal with if he doesn't like you. And that's basically. I don't think Baker's wrong for calling out Hugh, and I also don't think Hugh's wrong for taking a job. But I did. I do know also Baker has had outstanding. I, if you go listen to like uh, NFL scouts, I heard somebody talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. NFL scouts all say if you ask any of Baker's teammates, mm-hmm. like wh- he gets resounding like. Oh, that is my guy. Like yeah. offensive teams, defensive team. If they, if they, he, I think it was Jason Whitlock talking about this. You go through the Browns locker room from defense to O line mm-hmm. to D line to to special teams coaches. Everyone's like Baker's our guy. That's like, we love that's, him, and that's big. And you saw that at Oklahoma too. People right. rallied around him, but 
Maybe, you know, it depends on the coach's personalities, I guess. Too. 100%. Seahawks. All right. Over on Destiny is what Aaron says. Yes, I saw that. That gets us in the playoffs. Yeah, so just into the playoff thing, um, in the picture, like, for example, the Seahawks are the seventh seed. If you want to put them in your playoff picture, go ahead at six. Yeah. For me, the Colts are the seventh seed tied with the Ravens. I'm going to put them in over the Ravens. Okay, well, what are we going, NFC or? But no, AFC? I'm just saying in general. Like, this yeah, is, that's, that's what a playoff yeah. picture is. Yeah, <laughs> so... Um, did you want to just start with the AFC? I'll break down the AFC here for a second. You can, and then we'll just uh, you can t- break down the NFC. Well, let's make this easier. Kansas City, that's yeah. a lock, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he, that's what I was gonna say. Kansas City and New England right now are the one and two seeds. You foresee anything changing there? I can see New England overtaking that one seed, but it's also gonna be they both have the tough schedule remaining. I could see Houston actually overtaking um, New England. And I know they have a tiebreaker, yeah. but New England has is luckily has a tiebreaker over both of us. Yeah, but I th- actually think New England might lose another game this year. I think this is a type of year where they're not as dominant as they were before. Um, I, I just this team is they can lose weird games. I mean, yeah. I, and they how, still have the Vikings and Steelers left on their schedule. Yeah, so and think about that. that: if the Vikings are fighting for a playoff spot right. and New England's kind of comfortably in the two-three range, you never know what happens. Um, I think my locks for the. The, the the problem here is one through five are all the same record practically outside yeah. of Pittsburgh's I, tie. I feel like one through five is a lock. For them to make the playoffs, yes. yes. Oh yeah, yeah, one through five is a lock. I don't think the the Chargers or Steelers will get into the one or two seed though. Chargers Either. or Steelers. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what the Chargers do here. They could play. They play the Chiefs because they play the Chiefs, but they also play the Steelers and Ravens in Bank. Yeah. Like the Chargers have a chance here to actually get up to that one or two seed. I don't think they will. See, uh, that's what I'm saying though. They play the Chiefs, Steelers, Ravens. You said mm-hmm. they're all. There's no way one. I feel like there's no way the Chargers will, like win, win all, all three, three of them. So yeah. like. It's going to get so interchanged. That's why New England and Houston are going to be right there as well. And I think KC is good enough to stay up there too. Yeah. So I think my top three seeds I'm having right now is the is what it is today. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and I and I agree with that too. But I'm going to flip flop Kansas City and New England. I think I think New England is going to just do enough to actually earn the one seed again, which is somehow crazy by having the same record as Kansas City. I don't think Kansas City. I think New England could run the table, and I don't think Kansas City will. I think they're going to both lose a game. Okay, then, yeah, then Kansas City would get the one seed. Yeah, but either uh, way, um, if Kansas City gets the one seed, this is our way too early Super Bowl preview. Who gets who gets the Super Bowl out of the AFC? Yeah. Um, whoever has home field, I'd probably take. Okay. And I don't think it's going to be New England versus Kansas City. Fair enough. In the... AFC championship. Let's not talk about the AFC championship yet, because we don't know where the. I know. I just said it's not too early. Like, just you know, we're talking playoffs. Like, who who would you? My Super Bowl pick. Yeah, in the AFC is going to be the Patriots again. Yeah, same here. And I really still like the Steelers. Yeah, I weirdly like the Texans. I don't know why. I hated them for until about last week. Until last week, yeah. I actually just think they're good enough to win games. I like. There's some teams that are just good enough to win games. You. uh, if the Jacksonville Jaguars can make it to the AFC Championship last year, this team point. is the Jacksonville Jaguars with a quarterback that's 100 times better. What, what does it say that the Colts can't make it either to the AFC Championship game? I don't think they will, but no. if, it, if they get to six seed and play Houston, I could, I could foresee a situation where the 
Colts beat Houston. I cannot see a f- situation where the Colts win two straight games on the road, though, and make it to AFC Championship with the team that they have. Because Andrew Luck is obviously special, but we're we're I feel like we're talking about a uh, you know a one man star team, which I don't think it's going to work out to to go too deep in the playoffs. Fair, fair enough. There's a reason they're six and five. Right, but they have the reason they also won five straight because that offensive line is now humming. Which five is very straight? Were they one and five? They were one and five. Yeah. I know, but you know, it hasn't been like murderous row or anything that they beat. So this is exactly right now why I'm telling you that I could be shocked if they could win two on the road in the playoffs because you have to play teams like that are on this. They they lost to the Texans, they lost at Eagles, they lost at Patriots, and they somehow lost at the Jets, and they lost to the Bengals, the worst defense mm-hmm. in the NFL right yeah. now. Outside of outside of no, they're worse than Cleveland, the worst defense in the NFL. Their wins this year outside of the Redskins which is a decent win, has been Bills, Raiders, Jags, Titans, Dolphins. And, and this is not something and, and, to say and, what Andrew Luck's doing isn't great. And that's it's, what happens when you have the last place game. Yeah, it's kind of nice. This has nothing to do with me saying Andrew Luck's not great. It's just telling me that let's see how the rest of the team responds like against a very good team. They play at Texans in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Let's see how the defense responds there. And how the if they win game that is. game, will you be a b- believer of the team or not, not necessarily? Of the team? Or yes. Like, no, I mean, I know we're both believers of Andrew Luck. Not yet. I mean, right. they're not a Super Bowl talent team. No, I, no, I don't think so either. I'm sure most people would be pretty shocked if they got to the Super Bowl. I, I would be shocked. Yeah. And I'm Even a, the AFC Championship would be a big shocker if they're a six seed. Make see, I wouldn't be shocked if they made the AFC Championship game. And just because I've, we've seen so many six seeds make the AFC Championship games. We've seen so like we've seen six seeds win Super Bowls. I feel like when you have a quarterback and he gets hot, it doesn't matter if it's on the road on or like at the end of the day, I feel like if Andrew Luck makes it into the playoffs, I feel like he can match up against any quarterback. And a lot of times I like to I like taking a quarterback matchup and say, can this quarterback match the points of the other quarterback? Yeah, and the teams play a big role too. No, of course they I do. Mean, Tom Brady's not as good as Andrew Luck right now. Neither is Deshaun Watson. Neither. Uh, I mean, Tom Brady's having a bad season. But come playoff time, Tom Brady with the team that they have and the coaching that they have, I still believe over other, a yeah, lot of other. I, I still believe that the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> that's just me though. I, we we tend to agree on that. NFC. New Orleans. Yeah, I haven't even finished. Hold on. Oh. What do we? You just talked about the top seeds, and we kind of yeah. moved on. I I don't think the Colts are a lock for the six seed. Oh, I don't Those think are, so either. I, I mean, I we didn't even mention the Ravens. Let's talk. We said playoff picture. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, playoff picture is Ravens have the tiebreaker over the Colts. Right. So, I I don't have the Colts as a lock at the six seed. I think one through five is a lock, but the Ravens. I don't see the Dolphins, Bengals, Broncos, any of those teams really making it. But the Broncos have a sneaky chance at ten. Because they can win some of these big games coming up, and they have a very sneaky chance there. Um, they have some tiebreakers, and I think Cincinnati and Miami are going to continue to lose. So Denver's going to sneak up to that like eight range. Yeah, I think I think at the end, Baltimore, Colts, and Denver will be fighting for that last playoff spot. I agree, and this is where it gets interesting with the Colts. Is they now they're going to start playing a little bit of a tougher schedule, um, which would give Broncos even if Broncos play a tough schedule, they've been winning some tough games recently. Um, it's going to be very interesting, I think, at the end of the year. With the Colts, I'm excited to see what they do. At Jacksonville, I don't care what's going on with Jacksonville. It's not an easy game. No. At all. I mean, it's just not. And at Houston's going to tell us a lot. If oh, they, of course. I mean, that's going to be a big game where... The next two games are really going to tell us everything we need to know about the Colts. Can they go on the road and win? Yeah, but then you never know. The Cowboys might be a team that's three games above 500 at that point, and that's a tough game, too. True, of course. But, I mean, if you can go win on the road, that says a lot about it. 
your football team. Yeah, yes. I mean, depending where. If it's in Houston, yes. But yeah, if you go in on the road in Oakland, it's not. Does yeah, not tell no. me that. But much. the next two games are Jacksonville, Houston. No, That's I understand. <laughs> I understand. Not not everything's so literal. I'm saying though, sometimes winning on the road's a big deal. It depends who you're playing. Not every road wins a very successful road win. Seahawks, they can get road wins in Arizona or, or San Francisco. Not that impressive this year. True. But if they want in, you know, L.A., that's an impressive win. Um, Dolphins and Bengals are out of that picture, though, right? Uh, I believe so. And you know the Titans, the 11 seed? They're not out of it technically because they still play the Colts if they keep winning. Yeah, but it, that I I just – you know me. I They're one like game team. out. I know. I just don't like that team. Yeah, I know. But mm-hmm. that, that has nothing to do with they have a realistic chance still. Yeah, of course. I mean, one game away from being 500. Um, NFC, Saints and Rams, I think are probably a lock for the 1-2 seed. Yeah. They have two-game lead. I think they're a complete lock for the one-two seed in the it's not bar, in Chicago, barring but. what happened last year, where like a team like Philadelphia gets their quarterback injured and someone has to come in and they crazy still did shit happen. They still did, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, barring a injury, I don't think New Orleans or Los Angeles will give up a two-game lead on the Chicago Bears, uh, who are also not a lock for the playoffs either. I mean, I feel like the NFC after the one and two seed. You got Chicago, Dallas, Minnesota, Redskins. I don't. I'm going to eliminate them without Alex Smith. Seahawks, Panthers, Eagles, Packers, all have a chance for the playoffs. Yeah, well, outside Packers and Eagles, outside shots. I, I'm pretty much out on the Packers, but Me too. the problem is they do have Aaron Rodgers. So when you have Aaron Rodgers. To string off five straight is it impossible? No, but the other problem is. Who else is going to lit up? If they string off five straight, right? They're going to be nine, six, and one. Uh, there's no, they wouldn't. They'd be eight. They'd yeah, be nine, six, and, nine one. six, and one. Yeah. Okay. Who's to say what's better? Ten, ten and six is better. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to have to have. Look at the wild card. You're going to have Minnesota not lose too many games. You're going to have to have. Washington or Seattle or Carolina or even Philadelphia not win four games. I mean, there are two. There are so many teams ahead of them that they need to not win too many games. Plus, them winning five straight. I feel like the formula makes them uh, I, pretty I, much. Up. I mean, I don't think they're gonna make it. In, yeah, and but I'm just saying, I can't. I'm can't eliminate them yet. I didn't say they're eliminated. Yeah, I, I I'm saying I, I just don't have them. It's just yeah, like the, it's just I'm like the, the Titans. Same thing. Yeah, I'm saying the same thing. But with the Titans, you said no. I don't like them. I'm I don't like, like them. They're not eliminated. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's the same situation as the Titans. I think. I mean, the Titans are at the 11 seed. Packers are at the 10. Luckily, they have Aaron Rodgers though. Yes, and that's only difference. that's why I'm keeping them in there. One more loss, I'm I'm eliminating. I mean, I just don't think they're going to make it. Philadelphia, I don't think is going to make it. I actually think. It's going to be between Carolina and Seattle. I think Minnesota will stay up there. Dallas, Chicago, L.A., and New Orleans. I think that's, those are the teams I think are going to get in. But I feel like it's a two-headed race to get to the Super Bowl between New Orleans and the Rams. That's how I feel. Upsets happen. But I, can't for, I cannot envision a scenario where Chicago makes a Super Bowl, Dallas makes a Super Bowl, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota could if they get hot. And I like the Seahawks team. I think they can go on a run, but I don't envision them in the Super Bowl. I wouldn't be that shocked if the Vikings can get hot with a guy like Kirk Cousins a little better than Case Keenum yeah. um, and do what they did last year and be a game away and maybe make it. I wouldn't be completely shocked, especially if they have to go play. Same. In, you go play in L.A., it's good weather. Um, 
You have a good defense. And there's probably a split crowd if you're there for a playoff game. You go to New Orleans, it's indoors. It's not like you're out in Chicago in the cold, right? Mm-hmm. So Maybe they get re- revenge on the time when they went to New Orleans and Brett Favre threw that pick. The NFC Championship yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, you consider that revenge? How many years has that been? Ten years? <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long time. I guess it kind Ten of, years revenge? Yeah, well, and then, then again, though, I mean, they did kind of get revenge last year with the miracle touchdown against the Saints, too. So, yeah, I, I guess we can call them even. Yeah, let's say like 10 years of revenge. Um, if, we, I, if the Seahawks beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl, would you be like, we got revenge all over that Super Bowl? Personally, in my head, no. I'd be like, we'd want, we got, I would okay. be, I'd be like, we have remorse after what happened against New England like, okay. for the city and for like the, for Russell Wilson. But I wouldn't, because like, Different quarterback, different coach. Actually, yeah. there's not one player on the 2006 roster that is on. You never know. There could be like some. I know, like seriously. 40 year old that's I like don't a practice so. squad. But I don't think there's <laughs> one guy on the roster or maybe, one maybe, coaching I, staff. I think Joey Porter was a player on that 2006 Steelers team, and now he's a assistant coach on the Steelers. That's <laughs> the true. Well, and Big Ben's still there on the. Oh Steelers. yeah, he's still the quarterback. The Seahawks because yeah. you asked for revenge. Like for the Seahawks, I would see no revenge. Um, my playoff picture. Who I think it's going to be, I'm going to read. I'll tell you right now who I think it is, seed by seed. Okay. I actually think Minnesota will find a way to win this division over Chicago, but I think Chicago will be the five seed over Seattle because of the tiebreaker, and Seattle will fall in the six seed. Okay. So I think what's going to happen here is we're going to lose to Minnesota. I think the well, Seahawks will be somewhere in this weird in between where they either lose or beat one of the two teams of Kansas City and, and, uh, Minnesota, okay. they'll split those, I yeah. feel like. Whether it's we have an upset against KC and a letdown against mm-hmm. Minnesota, I feel like we're going to split those and win out the rest of the bad games we have um, to fall at 10-6. and six. And I think the Bears will be somewhere right there, but they'll have a tiebreaker, or we'll get in with like a weird 9-7. and seven. And I think the Vikings will overtake their division. And if they don't, I think it'll be us and the Vikings, whoever wins that game at the 5-6 seed, and Chicago there. Dallas is winning that division, I still believe, and I think the other ones. So I think everybody that's in the picture right now, outside of the Redskins, flip-flop with the Seahawks, yeah, is the playoffs. I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, and you can't, you can't Seattle disagree. has the tiebreaker over Carolina and Green Bay if it happens. I don't see Philadelphia moving up that fast either. No, 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 me either, unless they get really, really hot. And the Seahawks, like, I'm not going to just say they have three wins automatically, but they have the 49ers twice in the Cardinals that should get us to nine and five get you to nine and five and then you got to win one of the next two right yeah like I said the Chiefs and the Vikings Vikings, if you lose both of them you still have a chance and you're lucky both of those are at home too Vikings and Chiefs no no Chiefs and Vikings are both at home I did not know that. So I think that's going to be a split. And if you don't, worst case scenario, you don't. You're nine and seven. Redskins are probably out of that picture there. The Eagles and the Cowboys, all that stuff is interesting because they play each other, right? Right. So like, if the Eagles, the, 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 only, hot, the only one you have to worry about is the um, Panthers. The Panthers. Who yeah. Could you have the tiebreaker over? So if they go ten and six, you go nine. You know, but I hypothetically, I'm, you can worry about Washington. You never know. They have Colt like, McCoy. I look at the. You know, I would say there's absolutely no chance that Nick Foles won the Super Bowl last. Yeah, I remember last year uh, there was a big argument on First Things First on Fox Sports and Nick Wright. He was like, okay, season's over. And Chris Carter, you know, because he played in the NFL, he's like, it's not over until it's over. You never know with backup quarterbacks. And Nick Wright is like, I don't care that you play football. Like, it's over. Like, they went from Carson. That's how we all saw it, right? Like, dude, what are you talking about? They're going from Carson Wentz to Nick Foles. Like, like, obviously, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. And it's like. 
oh <laughs> like <laughs> yeah what? exactly that's, that's why I, I, i'm not gonna ever say it's over yeah but they do play at eagles so it's kind of an important game next week I know. giants at jags at titans and then the eagles again Dude, who's the jags quarterback now cody kessler cody kessler yeah nice but this, you never know he could be okay he could be better than Blake Bortles. Once again, I'm not going to say anything bad. Nick Foles won the Super Bowl last year. So. Yeah, well, you, like, you really think... I mean, how much worse could he be than Blake Bortles? Probably exactly the same. Maybe some things worse, some yeah. better. Um, but this is what I'm saying. Well, don't say the Redskins are completely out. Could you see them beating the Eagles on the road? Sure. Sure. Could you see them beating the Giants, the Jags, the Titans, and the Eagles again? Like, I'm not saying they're going to win out, but any of those games, like, oh, they lost for sure. Right. No. I don't. I don't love the Eagles. I like Carson Wentz much better than Colt McCoy, but I don't you're love going the out on a you. That's a bold statement yeah. there. I, I <laughs> I'm still not. I'm not, not. I'm not not sold on Carson Wentz, but you know how I feel about Carson Wentz. I thought he got way too much hype, but I also felt that about Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Watson. I feel like Sammy feels like that about every single quarterback comes in the NFL until it's unless it's Baker Mayfield because he dances and Russell Wilson. I bought a Russell Wilson jersey for my birthday. I got asked for one for my birthday, and you said Russell Wilson's not that good. Why are you buying? I agree with you. I I was I I don't I don't buy quarterbacks that much either. I buy into quarterbacks that I feel like are bought into. Sammy will only buy into quarterbacks early if they're undersized. Not true. Mayfield and Russell Wilson. Sam Darnold. (laughs) Have you? Yeah, who ha- when did I when have I said I Sam Darnold's a bust? I, I bought into Sam Darnold. I've been into Russell Wilson. I bought into Baker Mayfield. Um, I didn't buy into Sean Watson because of his knees, and it turns out his knees have no effect on his. And he seems like he doesn't even wear a damn brace. He doesn't wear. Which a brace. I, I mean, don't understand. He doesn't wear a brace. Which I don't understand. He's torn two ACLs. Actually, it's not that I wasn't sold on Deshaun Watson. I just said this dude's torn two ACLs. Like what? what I, I just wonder why he doesn't wear a brace. I was actually, and I like Jared Goff. So I was like, we're, we're under-hyping him. Like, he's actually really good. But Fair enough. I'm just giving you a hard time. Not undersized either. He doesn't know the direction. I was never him. against Andrew Luck either. Fun fact. Nobody. I don't think anybody thought Andrew Luck was going to be a bust. No, no, no one did. There was no, like, everyone said, like, RG3 and Russell Wilson. And that was, like, the three rookies that year that were good. Everyone was like, eh, but I think everyone was pretty sure Andrew Luck was good. I agree with that. All right. Well, I think we agree with that. We got to move on. Who do you think wins tonight? A couple comments first. Hit the comments. We always got to hit the comments first. We can't neglect the people. Devin Mark says, what's up? Sweet Tease said, hey, guys. Sweet Tease also says, I can't wait to see Jacksonville with a new quarterback slash the back. Cody Kessler. He's going to be good. And Aaron said, can we acknowledge that Houston started 0-3, went and won eight in a row, and sits at third over Pittsburgh and the Chargers? And this is where George, you know, George is – only slightly biased, according to him, when it comes to Andrew Luck. But he's like, oh, yeah. this team is so great. No, Andrew no. Luck, we're not acknowledging this guy five in a row against crappy teams. Now, let's talk about Houston. They've won eight straight. Yeah, that's great. And they're going to lose their first one in two weeks. Like, Okay. I'd see, I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, yeah, I just want to like, actually have a conversation. Okay. Like sometimes without but, just, okay, I'm going to have a conversation. And I'm going to do the same thing you did as with the Colts. Yeah, okay. But let me start with the fact that they beat the first team that we're about to talk about. Yeah, the Colts. The Colts. Yeah, yeah, this is before the Colts went on the run. And the Cowboys. When first in their division. When we all thought the Cowboys were bad. The Bills at Jaguars. Dolphins. At Reds, at Broncos, at Redskins, the game where Alex Smith got her Titans. It's it's better than the Colts schedule by far. Yeah, but not like including the Colts too are in there and teams that are fighting for a playoff spot. 
I mean, it's a, but that's why not, I think the Houston Texans still are going to win their division. They go play the Browns, the Colts, Jets, Eagles, Jaguars. So, and this is kind of the thing that is you got to remember too. They're in the same division, so they're both playing these same teams that aren't that good in the Titans and Jags. And so, outside of those teams, though, they they did beat the Colts, which I think makes them a little more impressive so far this year. But at the end of the day, I like Andrew Luck more than I like Deshaun Watson. But uh, I just think this Houston team definitely has a better roster. Oh, 100%. I mean, they set up the yeah, roster yeah right I completely there. agree with you on that. And they, their defense is good. They have better receivers. They have better running backs. I think the Colts have a better offensive line. Yeah. But that's it. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. probably. Um, Sweet season, I agree. I think Wentz will end up average. Last year, somebody people compared him to Wilson. Now we can see a better picture. Wilson is way better. I think Wilson's way better. Yeah. Too. well, And Wilson's very underappreciated sometimes. Yeah. Um, Wentz did get a little too much hype, and this is a problem sometimes in the NFL. Is one good season we get really excited. Um, I think Wentz is a good quarterback. I just don't think he was as you know like top five as we made him last year. Yes, but I think the the reason we do is because he's going to be top five for a very long time. I mean, we're we're about to get into the point in the NFL where a lot of people are actually getting a lot older. I mean, Drew Brees is going to retire soon. Philip Rivers is going to retire soon. Tom Brady is going to retire soon. Aaron Rodgers is on the down. Hill like he's only thirty three. Who? Aaron Rodgers. I think 34. he's thirty four, but he seems he's going kind of in the wrong direction. He's twenty touchdowns in one pick this yeah, year. But he because he doesn't he good. tries not to throw picks. Yeah, no, and like he doesn't take good. it. So I feel like there's a lot of like and Ben Roethlisberger's getting older too. I feel like there's just a lot of room for like new guys like the Mahomes, the Lux, the Deshaun Watsons, the Russell Wilsons, the Carson Wentz, like those are the Jared Goffs. Like that's those why are I don't think he's gonna be top five though. I think it's more I don't think he's gonna be a top five quarterback for his career. Right, I think it's more Mahomes, the Goffs of the world. There's there's Mahomes, Goffs, Wilson, Luck, Deshaun Watson, and then you're gonna have a couple guys come up. It could be guys like Sam Donald or Baker Mayfield. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it could be a whole a whole bunch of guys that are actually still developing mm-hmm. right now. That I, Jimmy Garoppolo, when he comes back, yeah. could, be, could be better than him. Josh Rosen, who you know, see me. It feels like I feel like a lot of people giving up on him for the rookie year so right. far, but could be great. I, I'm just not a Carson Wentz guy, and I think. I'm not an Eagles organization guy either. Fair so enough. I feel like it doesn't help that he plays for the Eagles. Yeah, it's, a, um, it's an organization that just won the Super Bowl. But I agree with you because they are so loud and obnoxious, and I don't think they're going in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I I know they won the Super Bowl. I, I don't like the organization. I, I don't like I didn't like the Seahawks organization. How much we chirped and talked. Yeah. We won a Super Bowl. Still didn't. Like, I don't like a lot. I don't. You don't. You don't like how the Pittsburgh Steelers run their organization. I can tell you they've won multiple Super Bowls. You could still say I don't like the organization. They, yeah, uh, but I mean, it's just. It, I'm just saying. Like, we, never mind. You get my point. I agreed with you. I don't like the organization either. But it's hard to knock an organization the year after they won the Super Bowl. The it's hard. Cleveland Cavaliers are the worst organization in basketball outside of the Knicks. Yeah, but they maybe. had the, one of the yeah, top. So I'm yeah. just saying I don't like the organization. Right. You can win even if you have a bad organization. Sometimes I agree. Uh, Mm-hmm. Sammy says, "Boys, how about Tyrod Taylor as a Redskin? Actually, that would be a decent signing for them. That would be that would be, be it would be an upgrade on Cole McCoy. And I've never said the word upgrade with Tyrod Taylor before. Yeah, have you not? Blake Bortles. You said it once. I think we said, what if they traded for Blake Bortles? I know. I thought I think Blake Bortles is better than Tyrod Taylor, and I you still think that. Yes, and they're both they're two of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> That's crazy. Jacob said, "What's up, fellas? I want both both y'all shirts." Thank, Thank you. you. I like that. Thank you, my man. This doesn't fit you. It's a little too small. I'm a schmedium, so I'm a little guy. Uh, Devin said, sorry, I was driving. Y'all looking good. Exciting football and basketball this year. Totally satisfied. 
LeBron for MVP, JaVale McGee, Defensive Player of the Year, Luka Doncic, Rookie of the Year, Marchez Harrell for Most Improved. I hope LeBron wins MVP. It'll be like yeah. Drew Brees. It'll be like, yeah, because he doesn't deserve it this year, unfortunately. But he he deserves one. He deserves yeah. one. He just he's still like second in scoring in the NBA. I know. But Who deserves it more? Giannis right now. Today, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's good. It's the same shit, same stats. Yeah. So except for Giannis's rebounds, but this dude's a freak. That's why he's called the Greek freak. Uh, tonight's game, and then don't forget, guys, we're back tomorrow with JC. We're gonna do all our football oh, picks, yeah. NFL picks. Maybe at the end, if we have time, we're trying to stick to like one sport every podcast. But if we have time at the end, we'll maybe talk a little bit about this Dwight Howard stuff. Um, not to hate on nobody's sexual choice or orientation, but more just about the whole story of domestic violence with transsexuals and bisexuals yeah. and he has a bunch of kids it's just kind of a crazy it's a weird, weird story it's a weird story <laughs> in general um but this year this week tonight i said this year this week tonight today we have cowboys at saints at cowboys at saints i um, confirmed that real quick but i think it is cowboys at saints uh i think it's at, at dallas see i said that this morning yeah. and you said it's at saints yeah hey, right? i I would. I'm not betting it, but it says right here the lines minus seven and a half New Orleans. I'd take plus seven and a half Dallas. So would I. I think it's going to be a three to seven point game. I, I I I could. It could be a ten point game, but I don't think they're going to get blown out. And I think it's going to be a successful game for the Cowboys, win or loss, if it stays close. Because the Saints team is dominated. Yeah, I'm actually going to pick the upset tonight. The Dallas Cowboys will beat the New Orleans Saints. Tonight. So you going to bet on this? Yeah, well, you if know you think what? it's gonna be episode, I'd bet definitely seven plus seven and a half. I'm, I'm, I'll even bet the money line today. I like that. Um, big game for Dallas, really. It is. It, it is. That's why. And I think. I mean, I'm not saying New Orleans. Every has been. They're really damn good, but you don't win. They're not, I, I just don't think they're a 15 and one team. They're gonna lose a game, <laughs> you know. And, it's and a, you got to consider they're five and zero oh on the road, which they have historically been not a great road team. They've been historically kind of like that Seahawks the last. Five to ten years where they go eight and zero at home and exactly. then go like three and what's what's three and five on the road, exactly. right? Exactly. And I'm not and this I, I doesn't mean I think Dallas is a better team. I doesn't mean I think New Orleans is not the best team in the league. I just like you were saying, sometimes you lose games. You don't go yeah. fifteen and one. You're yeah. gonna they, if they go fourteen and two, we'll look back at the season like oh they lost to Dallas and they lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. week one big okay, deal big deal right? yeah. on the road. I think no, it was at home first week yeah. one, but um, like because they have a couple more road games they're gonna win. I know they play at Tampa. Later, um, what else do they have on the road? They have at Tampa, at Panthers. That's it. And so and they play Steelers. No, but I'm talking Panthers road at games. home, right? I was, yeah, but I'm yeah. talking road games. So I'm saying eventually you got to lose some road games. There's no way they go eight and zero on the road. Maybe this is that week. Yeah, because it's, it's hard to really just go eight and zero. So I would. Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for thirty percent off all jeans, forty percent off all dresses, and fifty percent off all tees. That's right, get thirty, forty, and fifty percent off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to seventy-five percent off clearance. Hurry in fast; these deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in store eight twenty-two to eight twenty-eight, and online eight twenty-two to eight twenty-four. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees. Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry about that. Because we covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.